0: Thanks for tuning in to today's topics where we look at current events from a Christian perspective. Hey guys, uh, thanks for tuning in tonight for our weekly update. Uh, things seem to be happening so fast now that we may have to start doing this twice a week. It's, it's, it's that much going on. But I would want to ask you before we get started if you're finding this broadcast helpful and informative, Uh, I'd ask you to leave us a review, tell people about it along with our podcast. You can find that on all the different servers. But uh, the more people that we can get involved and enlightened, the better. So I would ask you to give us a review, ask some questions, whatever you'd like to do. But uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, so let's get to it. Uh, One interesting report came out this morning. The AP reported that the flu has virtually disappeared in the United States. They try to give a couple of very lame reasons as to how this is possible. But here's the facts. That's what we're about here is giving you the facts and let you do with it what you want to do with it. But Lynette Bramer of the United States CDC says, I'm quoting, this is the lowest flu season we've ever had on record. Portland, Maine reports zero flu cases. That's the capital largest city in Maine. Salem, Oregon, the other part of the other side of the country, right? zero flu cases. It's the same all across the country. Uh, The flu accounts for every year, an average, between 600,000 and 800,000 hospitalizations. That's annually. And around 50,000 to 60,000 people normally die in the U.S. every year from the flu. If you keep reading the report, which most people don't, but I do, she goes on to say, listen close now. Labs are using a CDC-developed test called a multiplex test that checks specimens for both the coronavirus and the flu. You don't say. The same test checks for both of them. Really? So let me get this straight. The same test checks for the flu and the coronavirus, and hospitals get $13,000 for a COVID patient, and $39,000 for a COVID patient that's on a ventilator, but they get $0 if they have the flu. So I wonder why everybody has COVID and nobody has the flu. That makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? But I'll let you decide why we have no flu cases this year. Uh, if you'll remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that Elon Musk bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin stock. Now, Bitcoin is a type of digital money. I don't know how many of y'all keep up with that, but there's nothing backing it up. It's just computer money. It's kind of hard to explain to those of us who are used to having, you know, dollar bills in our wallet. But uh, this is just virtual money. It's, it's just numbers. Well, but when the richest people in the world start investing in something, then you should pay attention. And that's what I started doing. And here's what's popping up now. Google, you know, Google, who is owned by Amazon, who is owned by Jeff Bezos, who is the richest man in the world. Google is now adding a service on your smartphone where you can pay for parking and tolls from your phone. Then I saw Monday where Janet Yellen, you know, she's our United States Treasury Secretary under Biden, she said, I quote, the Biden administration supports research into the viability of a digital dollar Hmm. she said it makes sense for central banks to be looking at issuing sovereign digital currencies a digital version of the dollar could help address hurdles to financial inclusion in the united states among low-income households end quote excuse me so it appears that paper money is going to be leaving a lot sooner than anyone thought if you'll remember when uh the coronavirus You first started, everybody was saying how dirty money was and how we should not use any type of money because it might spread the virus. Uh, So now they're adding on to that. And now they're saying that if you have digital currency, it'll help poor people. Well, everybody's going to get on board for that, right? No, who's going to argue about that? So that's what they're going to do to push it. Now, Sweden has been like the test subject for this type of stuff for the last couple of years. And and the people in Sweden, they love it. I listen to reports all the time because I know that, you know, what what's happening over there eventually makes its way over here. And but they have an implant in their hand uh, right here. That's about the size of a grain of rice. And what they do is they use that all of their information on that. You can look this up about the sweet um, about the deal in Sweden to where they. Or not using any real money but they'll just swipe their hand in front of the door it'll open the door for them they'll swipe their hand in front of a coke machine or a vending machine it'll give them out the stuff out of the machine and then it just automatically subtracts that money from their account so Sweden's been doing this for for quite a while and they love it so why is that important why does that matter for us as Christians to be thinking about because if you read Revelation 13 17 It tells us plainly the time is coming when no one will be able to buy or sell unless they have the mark of the Antichrist on them. It could be this implant like they've got in Sweden, or it could be like a barcode, like a tattooed barcode is probably what I would think it's going to be. But the same concept. You're going to just wipe that barcode. Everything comes out of that. You don't use real money. And one of the things that they're going to use to push this is they're going to say, because I've heard them talking about it, They're going to say that it makes a lot of sense as far as illegal drug trade and stuff like this if we just do away with the paper money then you know the drug dealers and these kind of people won't have anything to be able to swap back and forth it'll help so they're going to use all this they've already talked about it just be aware it's coming i don't know how soon it's going to happen but it's coming um i've heard people say i got thinking about this today when i was doing this but i hear people say all the time i i wish i could see into the future i knew I wish I knew what was coming. Well, you can. All you've got to do is read the Bible. It's playing out right in front of our eyes. Uh, If you want to read Matthew 24, Matthew chapter 24, or read the book of Revelation, uh, you can read into the future and see what's coming because it is. It's upon us. It's all happening very quickly. And uh, on another topic, this, this is related. But the Vatican announced that the Pope will be meeting next week in Iraq to conduct an inter-religion prayer service. Can't make this up, man. It's going to be in Ur. U-R is the name of the town. If you know about Abraham, you know where Ur is over there. But Ur is about 100 miles south of Baghdad. All the different religions will be represented there. Muslims don't believe in the same God is Christians. I hate to tell you that. Buddhists and Hindus and New Agers and all these different religions, we don't worship the same God. So how are you going to have a prayer service, one prayer service, if you're praying to all these different gods? See, it just doesn't make sense, does it? But that's what the Pope's doing. He's been trying for a long time to bring all these religions together. He wants one religion, is what he says. Uh, How can you have a joint prayer service unless you're trying to combine them? Think about it. They don't do anything by accident. There's a reason, there's a purpose for why they do these things. Back to Revelation 13, that's why it's important. Uh, The false prophet will be the one that causes everyone to worship the Antichrist. A one world religion is what's coming eventually. So you see the groundwork being laid we are witnessing the beginning stages of all of this that's what's so amazing a one world currency a one world religion and it's happening whether we want to accept it or not scripture tells us it's coming and we are witnessing the groundwork right now they're doing it it's pretty awesome stuff when you see the bible coming to life when you see it happening right in front of your eyes and that's what excites me because god's word's coming true there's an ancient uh, ziggurat in Ur, where they're going to meet at. That's where the prayer meeting is going to be. Now, a ziggurat is a type of stone structure. It kind of resembles a pyramid, but it's got these terraced steps on it. Some of them even have these curved staircases around them. Uh, it kind of reminds you of like a DNA structure, if you wanted to think of that like, a, like the double helix of a DNA strand, but uh, that's what a ziggurat is. Now, a ziggurat is what the Tower of Babel was believed to have been. So when I got to looking and I said, now, there's an ancient ziggurat in Ur where they're going to have this prayer meeting. And I know the Tower of Babel was a ziggurat. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but that's how it looks. It's a ziggurat, I think. Now, I saw where Jeff Bezos and Amazon, we mentioned him earlier, right? The richest guy in the world. Amazon announced that they were building a 21st century. I'm quoting. He said this, a 21st century Tower of Babel in Washington DC. Now why is this relevant? When you start seeing these things connected there's a ziggurat here and a ziggurat here and and the European Union even has a flag like one of their flags that they use has a picture of an ancient ziggurat on it. So you start seeing this stuff and you say well, what's going on? So I started digging a little deeper and this is from the historians Mitchell, Aynes and Nash. They got a website and all kind of stuff where they do all this Ancient historians searching out and stuff. It's pretty awesome. But quote, they say ziggurats traditionally symbolize a link between the gods and humankind. You think it's an accident that Amazon is building a ancient ziggurat structure in Washington D.C. right now, during this time in history, and the Pope and all those guys are meeting right around an ancient ziggurat, and it symbolizes the meeting of God and man. If you don't really look at this stuff in depth, you might miss some of this little subtle things that they're doing. This little subtle imagery that Satan loves to push in there. And that's what they're doing. But I love this stuff and I like I like catching him at what he's doing. I mean, and it's pretty obvious. But God's word is true. We are in spiritual warfare. If you don't see it, it's just because you don't want to see it. but it, Because it's there. How long all this is going to take to finally come to fruition? I mean, who knows? God can do anything. He can put the brakes on this stuff. But but since the election, you have to admit, we were talking earlier, it's like we've just fallen off a cliff. I mean, everything is just in in super fast motion now. You know, it does seem to me, I talked about this earlier, but it seems to me that we've entered into the Romans 1 cycle of digression towards a reprobate mind is how I see it. I'll give you some examples of why I say that, because I'm not sure a lot of people have common sense anymore. I'll give you some examples. The Oregon Department of Education <laughs> says that math math is racist. They're by requiring students to show their work in class, I'm quoting, that's a form of white supremacy. You can look that up on Snopes.com. So, in Oregon now, they don't want your child to be able to show that 2 plus 2 equals 4. And you can't show that to the teacher. That's some form of racism. I can't even wrap my head around that. That makes no sense. How is math racist? So, you see, I'm just getting started. I know you've heard about this. The Coca-Cola company wants all their employees to go to diversity training to teach them how to be less white. I got nothing. I mean, I... <laughs> then, the Hasbro Toy Company has changed the Mr. Potato Head toy's name to just Potato Head. Quoting, they say so it will be more gender inclusive. California law. It's in a law now. It's in effect. It passed. Will fine any store. a day if they separate girls' and boys' clothes or toys. So in California, if you own a store, the girls' and boys' toys and clothes have to all be put together. And they're making it, it's got some teeth to it, $1,000 a day. These stores are going to have to mine them. You know, that's too much. You just wonder, I'm not going to even ask how far is it going to go. These people are taking it as a challenge. This is crazy. Need I continue to give you examples of our nation's slide into idiocy? That's what I call it because that's what it is. Or as the Bible calls it, a reprobate mind. Read Romans chapter one and you'll see the digression of how you go right down into it. New Jersey passed a law Monday. You can look this up. They passed a law this Monday that prohibits any law enforcement officer from notifying the parents. If a child is caught drinking alcohol or smoking pot, the officer can be charged himself with a criminal crime. If you've got 11, 12, 13-year-old kid out there smoking a joint or drinking alcohol, they can't tell the parents. they made it illegal to tell the parents what these kids are doing. You just have to scratch your head. I mean, some of this stuff makes absolutely no sense. And that's what they're doing. This is where this has went. I talked last week. I'm going to try to get to this. Uh, I don't want it to go as long as last week. But uh, I talked about some of the House bills that are in consideration. H.R. 5. They passed it in the House this week. Now it goes to the Senate. That's the one that they call the Equality Act. Now, this thing is anything but equal. It's absolutely crazy. There's a lot in this bill, but let me simplify it for you. It's all about the gay, lesbian, and transgender agenda. Uh, Female sports will basically be a thing of the past if this passes. Biological males are supposed to be treated just like females in sports, locker rooms, and everything. Even in abuse treatment facilities. So if a woman gets beat and she's in one of these places, the one that beat her can walk up to the door and say, I'm a woman, you got to let me in. No joke. That's kind of how this bill is. Even hiring for churches. Uh, there can be absolutely zero difference between a man and a woman in this Equality Act. And we've seen it all over the news. These oh, these biological males, I'm not going to get into it. But, you know, if if you have to compete as a girl just to win, you've got some problems. And that's what they're doing. They'll finish 20th or 30th in the boys' division, swap over and say they're a girl and run and win the girls' state championship, and they get a a scholarship to college, and these outstanding female athletes are being left out. That's what I thought Title IX was all about, to give girls equal access to the same sports, facilities, and opportunities as males. But no. Now, this Equality Act is is going to take it away from them. Uh, being somebody that coached girls for years and years, this just makes me mad that these boys would be able to take this from these very, very athletic girls. Uh, it's just wrong. And that's what they're going to do with this Equality Act. I hope I hope and pray that the Senate will have enough sense to not pass this. Uh, we we'll just have to wait and see, but it'll go to the Senate probably the next week or two. It's just absolutely awful. This... This H.R. 5, this Equality Act is awful. It's it's a pet peeve of mine in case you hadn't noticed. But uh, this is where we have failed to as a society. H.R. 1, I talked about that. That'll be voted on, they said today, in a week or two. Uh, you, look, you can look all this up on congress.gov and it gives you the timeline of what's going on. Um, but remember, H.R. 1 is what will make it legal to count all votes without any signature verification or identity check at all. Drop boxes are to be available 24 hours a day and if this insanity passes, it's, that's what it is. How can you accept a vote that doesn't even have a signature? How can you accept a vote when you don't even have to put down the address of where they live? You can't check anything if HR1 passes. Uh, but if this passes, we'll never have another legitimate election. Never. Uh, an election will just basically turn into which side can cheat the most. And that's just the truth. It's just, it's just that simple. Like I said, the house is probably going to pass it in the next week or two when they finally get to it, but they're voting right now. I kept waiting tonight. I know we're a little late, but I kept waiting to see if they were going to get through with the stimulus package vote, but they're still voting on it. They're still discussing it. Uh, but it, it looks like it's going to pass. They said it's going to be close, but uh, the stimulus will pass, and then it'll go to the Senate to be voted on. There's going to have a tougher time because there's some things in there that, that some of the senators don't really agree with. But they did take the $15 minimum wage attachment out of it. Uh, the Senate said that there were some rules or something that governed that to where they weren't allowed to put that in there. So they're, all they're going to do is just create another separate bill for that. They're gonna do that because they promised it. So you can look for that probably in the next few weeks also. Um, they're gonna make some changes, but it's gonna be put forward. You know, the US I'm about to wrap this up, but the United States has just conducted some airstrikes in Syria against some Iranian forces that are there. Remember I talked last week about how Israel had been bombing a couple of places over in Syria for some Iranian forces. Well now Biden has just sent our guys over there. And uh, we've been bombing some places in Syria. And Israel's having another presidential election in a couple of weeks. It'll be their fourth one in just over a year. You think our politics are bad? <sighs> Israel seems to be a lot worse. It's awful. All of this mess in our world today seems to be getting worse and worse, doesn't it? Uh, and I believe it will get worse before it gets better, but... If you've been born again into the family of God, it's going to one day get a whole lot better. That's the thing that we have to cling to and look forward to. Let me leave you with some blessed hope from my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. we read John fourteen one through 4. Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself; that where I am, there ye may be also. And where there I go, ye know, and the way ye know. We know the way, and it's through Jesus is the only way that we can get there. And whenever we look at all this stuff going on, it's like I keep saying all the time: we should be excited. The Bible's coming true. We're told exactly what's going to happen, and it's happening just like that. That's just more truth that you can grab a hold to, and, and you know how truthful our Bible is and I want to thank y'all for listening tonight and I would ask you to hit the like and share button if you like this and if you find this informative and if you've got some questions leave them or you can check out our podcast and leave a review a little bit better audio on that I think but it'll really help us out if you'll do that I encourage you to go to church Sunday and y'all keep reading your Bible